If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. Richard's leaning back in his chair far away from the microphone. Yes. Create the illusion of distance. The, it's literal distance. It's not an illusion. So, um, this is our third recorded episode of the evening, so we're uh, we're kind of running out of conversation here. Woof. Uh, you got any good jokes about broads? <laughs> that sounds like a Norm MacDonald. Nope. Hey, Richard, why do women have breasts? So you have something to look at while you're talking to them. I think that was Family Guy season one or two. It was one of those early days Family Guy jokes. He was making fun of, like, sexism. Because he, yeah. like, he says it at work to a woman. He tells all the guys, they all laugh. Then one walks, a woman walks in and says, oh, we're telling jokes? I love jokes. I got a great one for you. And he tells that exact joke again. And her chin drops, and she's frozen in shock about how horrible that is. So you got some to look at while you're talking to him. Uh, it is funny though because many men. There's a run that running gag of the you know my eyes are up here. Yeah, but your eyes aren't breasts, so sorry. Hey, here's the thing: if you want me to look up here at your eyes, wear a thick, heavy sweater. You know, don't wear a push-up bra uh, and a tube top. So it's interesting when you kind of think about it because really, a breast is just a lump of fat and tissue, and you know it's. It's really... What are you talking about? They're boobs. They're amazing. Yes, but when you think about... Just abstract it back and go, what is amazing about them? Well, other than the fact that they can produce... Milk, milk feed babies. Feed babies and that sort of stuff. But what is it about breasts that, you know, you want? It's instinct. It's built into us. We're hardwired to go boobies. But is it instinct or is it cultural? Um, I think it's instinct, but I think culturally because breasts are shameful and hidden here we care more in in various uh, african cultures like in uh i think like namibia and angola kind of you know proper you know picture sub 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 sahara well sub sahara picture postcard africa yeah you know like you know where there's elephants and these kind of things running about people don't cover their breasts women traditionally don't even like in traditional garb with like beads and things they don't hide breasts so i i think uh, they're probably in some ways a feature like a man's arms you know what I mean? Like they're big and they're strong, but they're not, it's not the same thing because they're not hidden away. So I think there's a cultural element to like <gasps> breasts. I think it's Chris Rock had a joke maybe 20 years ago, um, or maybe been Dave Chappelle. I can't remember who it was, uh, but it was, it was a long time ago, a stand-up joke talking about going to the strip club and, you know, you're looking at the strippers, but they're completely naked. You can see everything. It's like, uh, then the waitress comes over with the, you know, the, the cleavage of the push-up bra and you're like, oh, look at those breasts. And I think part of it is when something's hidden away from you, you're more excited. Like, yeah, Richard, you can have this prize of $100 or whatever's in the mystery box. What's in the mystery box? It could be breasts. Do you want them? Mystery box. There's nothing in the mystery box. You're an idiot. That's a Weird Al Yankovic from uh, UHF, that movie in the 80s. Yeah. That was Wheel of Fish. God, that was a fun. That was a really funny movie. UHF. That's a classic. I'm going to watch it again. I haven't watched it since I was a teenager. I, I, I don't think it's what some of the jokes would fly today with like the Asian accent jokes. Where they have all the karate guys and they're hiding in the supply closet ready to jump out and attack the bad guy. And he opens the door and they yell, supplies! And they 
Because like surprise, yeah. Yeah. the L and the R, L and R are the same five letters in Japanese, uh, and I think I think Koreans have a difficulty with L and R, don't they as well? Because my my friend's daughter like kind of changed her name when she was over there because uh, they couldn't pronounce her name. Too many, too many difficult sounds. She's like ah whatever, which I think is why like you know most Chinese folks I know when they come to Canada, uh, they pick an English name. It's and Japanese folks it's just easier. Yep. I don't know how many Japanese girls I've met. They go by Meg. And most of them are not Megumi in Japan. They have, like, some other name. They just go, just call me Meg. I'm like, Meg? Your real name sounds nothing like that. What's your real name? Oh, never mind. Meg. It's fine. We'll go with that. Yep. Um, what were we going to talk about? She-Hulk. Talking about women and breasts. Let's segue into She-Hulk. So, this is the 19th of August. She-Hulk premiered last night. I have not seen it yet. Uh, but I work in IT, so I have heard about it. And it sounds like it's one of those series where it takes the first two or three episodes to set it up properly, and then you're into the storyline. Apparently, it was a, it's a back backstory episode. It's an origin story is the first episode. Everyone went, meh. Which is kind of like the last one with the uh, Scarlet Witch, that series uh, last year. Yeah. Where the first two or three episodes, you're like, what in God's name is going on? I literally have no idea what's happening. And then once you get into the series, you're like, oh, this is cool. There's like, you know, a superhero battle. Yay. So uh, I'm kind of wondering, should I wait till October to watch She-Hulk and I can watch them all at once? And here's what Disney does. And I guess they're just milking it. But uh, if you look at Amazon Prime, when they released the series The Boys, that uh, really kind of hardcore yeah. um, superhero. superhero. yeah, The, the superhero noir. Yeah, basically. It's Seth Rogen and the other writers. It's their kind of imagination of hey, wait a minute, what if superpowers were real? And how terrible would superheroes actually be, like celebrities? So when they release a new season of that, they release three episodes all together, and then the rest come out like every week. So the thing is, when you get like two or three to start with, you get hooked. You watch them back, back to back, and then you're like, I gotta see next week's. So, I don't know, maybe maybe Disney should have done that, or they just want to let it ride. And this is the last series in Phase 4 of the MCU. It'll be on to Phase 5, whatever that'll be. I don't know. I am looking forward, though, to the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special that's been announced. <laughs> I don't know, because like, that's such a tongue-in-cheek, like, saucy, rude, yeah. um, you know, comedic kind of feel of film. Uh, and Thor Ragnarok kind of felt like that, too. The Thor movies have gotten a little bit silly, too. So I kind of wonder what that'll be. Because they have an actual movie coming out next year, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you seen the new Thor movie yet? No, I haven't. It's I've, really good. I'm looking forward to it. Spoilers, Natalie Portman's in it. Um, That's in the trailer. No, I liked it. Uh, I feel like uh, reviews, though, like the actual like diehard fans like me and the actual proper critics review these things pretty well. But a lot of the audience is like, meh, I didn't like it. it wasn't as good as Avengers. It's like, shut up. Nothing's as good as Avengers. Avenger, the first Avengers film? That was the best film ever made when it was made. It was the best. It had everything. It was the best. It was a culmination of all those movies. Yeah. And people still want that. It's like, not every MCU film or series is going to be Avengers. No, it can't. And it can't be. No, it can't. Because even if you did have something at the, that, that honestly now is at the same level, people will complain because it is not. You're trying to be like Avengers too much. Yeah. Or something. That, the, this is derivative. You know, this is. You know, well, in in a way, Eternals kind of felt like that. Um, it's like, oh, we're going to bring all these characters and you know have a super team, 
like Avengers, you know, we're just going to gather them up. And it just didn't give the enough time for the backstories and the... Uh, I feel like Eternals was kind of a, here's a film, and we're going to get back to this later. That, like, it's going to come up in Guardians of the Galaxy, because, like, the lead yeah. character in that is, like, half planet or something. Um, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but basically, there's going to be something there with that. I also felt like, too, like, the last Doctor Strange film, um, it was cool. Have you seen it yet? No, I have not seen Multitude of Madness yet. Okay, so I don't want to give away any spoilers. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Multiverse of Madness. But I mean, they have some neat wings to the audience. They have a few other neat, you know, um, extra multiverse characters that, you know, show up. Yeah. Um, and this kind of thing. But I felt like the um, psychic character he meets, the girl who can jump the multiverses, it almost felt like the whole movie was done to bring her in as a character. And she's younger, which means she can carry a franchise for 10 or 15 years. Is she the next new multiverse series hero. Probably. That's probably the plan. If people like her, the audience responds well. Yeah. And then you have uh, the X-Men, sort of. Yeah, the X-Men ones, I kind of feel like the X-Men ones don't have the same consistency across all the films. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, they, they don't have the same, but now that you have uh, the MCU and that sort of stuff, there's talk about, you know, are they going to resurrect the X-Men and, you know, so, so there, there have been winks of the audience about that yeah. in Multiverse of Madness. They have an X Men character. I won't say which one. Yeah. Um, but they have one that shows up in one of the multiverses that they go to. You know which one it is. You can guess. Guess which one? Wolverine. No, no, no. <laughs> it's one of the two main ones. So it's it's it, it's. Oh wait, no. it's Captain Picard. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Professor X. Professor X. No, because there, there was talk about uh, there was some talk about who was going to be cast as. Gene Grey. There's the Gene Grey movies in in development. I thought they already did one with one of the younger ones from like X Men Future Past. No, no, this is this is new, totally new actors. Oh, so they're going to re reboot the whole yes, thing. Yes, they're rebooting. Okay. It, this is a reboot. Um, so they're not going to have and there there is a how does that work with the there's a reboot and there's a what's the other one? Well, there's reboots, recons, and um, Kevin Smith goes on about this. Yeah, uh, actor, director, writer Kevin Smith. About because is is a reboot like the Star Wars where you bring back some of the same characters and continue the greater storyline? Yeah, is, a reboot is basically you're taking you're picking up. Uh, so Stargate, um, Stargate. Yeah, so Stargate SG One was a reboot of the movie, but it's all new actors though. It's all new actors, but it's the same story. A re- retcon is you're basically. Rewriting people's backstories, you're you're not you're not in the same universe, you're not in the same. So oh, it was a little like Tobey Maguire, uh, like, Spider-Man like, yeah. versus what was the next guy's name? Like Garfield, Gar- what was his name? Something Garfield? Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. So sounds so those, like, it sounds like president name or something like that. It does. He sounds like president. Maybe he'll be president someday. You know what? Like you know, let's give him a shot. Yeah. Look at everyone else we've given a shot. You know, like Donald Trump was president. We got Sleepy Joe. I think Andrew Garfield. Should be the next president of the United States. I mean, think about it. Who wouldn't vote for Spider Man being president? Like he's like the third best living Spider Man. Who wouldn't vote for him? Definitely third best. Okay, so Spider Man's. We both agree he's third best. Where would you at Tobey Maguire or what's the young guy's name from the MCU? Spider Man. What's his name? Yeah, you're on your phone. You gotta look it up. Yeah, he's in that movie now with the uh, like searching for treasure. With uh, Wahlberg. Uh, I can't remember his name. It's embarrassing. Does he mean Tom something? 
Um, no, that's Tom Middleson. That's Loki. It's Tom. It's Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I knew it was Tom. So Tom Holland. So who do you like better, uh, Tobey Maguire or Tom Holland? It's hard because hard to say because the time when they happened were different times, different technology, and also the uh, they both are good Spider Man. Like this, the character was more similar than different. I feel like Tobey Maguire's kind of fit the traditional comic booky 1960s Spider-Man a little bit more. Um, but then I feel like the Tom Holland Spider-Man was a Spider-Man that actually made sense and worked in today's world. Be- because the original 1960s Spider-Man could still kind of work in the 90s. I think it was, it was late 90s those films came out, right? Late 90s or 2000s, Tobey Maguire's. Yeah. Whereas the, the Tom Holland ones... With all of the cell phones and the picture, they they brought that into it. The cell phones, the pictures, the cameras, the technology. It makes it a lot harder to be a neighborhood friendly neighborhood Spider Man when everyone has a camera in their pocket. Or in the nineteen sixties, he was the only kid in the street with the camera because he was a news reporter. Yes, exactly. So it's it's kind of different, but I think they they really worked. Andrew Garfield's one was kind of it was good, but it was weird. His movies and. I didn't like how he couldn't save Mary Jane and she died. Like in the second one, I thought the hell. And then, but then he saves Mary Jane, Tom Holland's Mary Jane in the big yeah. um, MCU film. And I actually felt like that made the first two movies better that his actual ending, uh, Andrew Garfield's ending in Spider-Man wasn't that second film he did. It was actually in the MCU where he kind of, um, I don't know uh, what's, what's the word makes up for that loss by saving the other Mary Jane. You know, he kind of uh, makes up for it himself and kind yeah. of deal with it better. It, it kind of puts um, a closing end to him. Well, it was interesting because that, that scene with, you know, where she's falling and he goes and catches her, but just too close to the ground and everything just stops too fast. And Yeah. Um, that was a little bit more... I think what they did with his is that they made the physics a little bit more real. It's it's like um one and this is one of the things that the, with the boy with the boys the boys does this too is that oh you the know, Amazon Prime video Prime the boys yes yeah as in you know okay a superhero can't no matter how strong he is can't stop a plane because yeah. this plane's not structurally strong enough to be able to be stopped like that my brother in law disagreed with that he's an engineer and he was like oh no depending on what point he was, where pressure of the wheels goes down, he actually could decelerate and help tip it. Well, if he, if he grabbed onto the landing gear, yes. Maybe. But there could be shearing forces. Yes. Yeah, my brother-in-law was a amateur pilot, cadet pilot, so he flew small single-engine planes. So he actually had a pilot's license for years. But he said, no, it actually, he would actually be able to do something. So, to, to actually slow it down. But, but yeah, but they, they do kind of... The boys does kind of make it more in our world. Yeah, like if superheroes were actually here, it's it, even just like like little stuff, like when they you know throw a baseball and it goes flying off. You know that hits Boston, that's going to kill someone. Yeah, or the baby, or the or with the laser eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. But yeah, what were we talking about? What was the whole point? She Hulk. Yes, we never actually did talk. I am about looking it. forward to watching it though, and I love that actress. Uh, we couldn't remember her name last time we talked about this. The orphan black actress. Yeah. Oh, God. Why can we never remember her name? I can never remember her name. But she's wonderful. I do like some of the mean criticisms, though. I always like reading mean comments. Mean comments are funny. It's got an 87 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the show. Tatiana. Tatiana what? Maslany. Tatiana Maslany. Why can't I remember her name? I don't know. 
Because I really enjoyed Orphan Black. She was wonderful in that. Absolutely wonderful. She-Hulk, attorney at law. Maybe it's like trying to be too many things, but uh, critics like it. But the audience score is 67. So people still, majority of people like it. I, I think, though, there's been so much MCU kind of thrown at us over the last 15 years. Well, the other people thing. People are a little bit critical and sick of things. and The other thing, I think, is that uh, there is sort of this, um, just the same way that there was a lot of criticism of Captain Marvel. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. With uh, Danvers. Carol Danvers. Yeah. Carol Danvers. That's 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 her name. Her her I thought that was Supergirl's name. It is Supergirl's name. What? Is that actually like an original thing from like old comic I books? I don't know. I don't know. That's not part of my comic book re- and I think that's it that's it, is that there's it's basically you're taking uh characters who like that when a lot of the, the people who are watching these these are like uh Mrs. Marvel was a really was an older comic book character. She wasn't a. It was Mrs. Marvel at the time, not. Oh, Mrs. Marvel. Yeah, right. And it was, you know, first one. Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel. Yeah, we're just googling. We're not Cap- Captain Marvel, but Miss Marvel, because Captain Marvel is um, the other one. Well, Miss Marvel is the comic books. So, but I don't understand that. That seems like a huge, uh, obvious similarity between DC World and uh, Marvel World. Both are female versions of male characters. Supergirl was created as the female equivalent of Superman, while Carol Danvers originally suited up as Miss Marvel in honor of the Kree superhero who first bore the name Captain Marvel. Yeah, so in the MCU, she's Captain Marvel. Oh, so in the MCU, Captain Marvel is Carol. Yes. Carol Danvers. But why are they both called Captain... No, why are they both called Carol Danvers? Are both called Danvers. Have the same last name. Where does it say that? That's a, that one, so. But they have the same first name? I don't know. You just said that. At last name. I said last name. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything. So what is... Captain Marvel's real name is Carol Danvers, while Supergirl is Kara Danvers. That sounds like someone ripped someone else off. Carol yes. and Kara. Yeah, cause that's right. Okay, so Supergirl is Kara Danvers, and Captain Marvel is Carol Carol Danvers. So who's Miss Marvel in the the new series? So there is no Miss Marvel. It's Captain Marvel, and that's Carol Danvers. Carol. No, but there's a new MCU series, Miss Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel is with a teenage oh, girl. Oh yeah, that's that. She's a. Uh, she's. Um, oh yeah, that's. I've watched. I haven't paid much attention to that. That's the. I don't think you know. You're. T- Do you even work in IT? So Miss Marvel in the comic books is the character that is Captain Marvel in the MCU. Marvel is the name of several fictional superheroes appearing in comic books published by Marvel Comics. The character was originally conceived as a female counterpart to Captain Marvel. Like Captain Marvel, most of the bearers of the Miss Marvel title gained their powers through Kree technology or genetics. Cool. So then there's the Miss Marvel TV series. Is Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel the same? Uh, doesn't In the they, MCU. Because they, you've got the... Oh, the comic books have somebody the same. Yes. So basically what I was going to say is that there was a lot of hate for this movie because of... Which TV series? Miss Marvel? No. Captain Marvel. Why? I like Brie Larson. Because um, of her uh, feminist rants. Brie Larson has feminist rants? Yes. That's fine. Everybody's ever read about something. Um, and basically she... 
she went on about how she, um, she was this great role model uh, in this movie, and you know, the, fem- the first female superhero. Is she no in the MCU? No, to get her own film. She may be maybe the first one to get her own film, but she's not the first. Well, because what's her face has not powers. Uh, Scott Johansson's character. No, she doesn't. Um, so she's not really a superhero. She's like a regular hero. Yeah, the superman. But the thing the is, that she made such a big fuss about this that there's a huge bash backlash in the uh, in the fan community, and it was pa- the movie was panned before it even came out. Like it had it had the pre-release ratings were just terrible. Was it actually like made or was it just like test stuff, test test ratings? No, it's it's in the movie. Um, uh, still, oh, the one that was released. You yeah, mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. I liked it. And they they had uh, Sam Jackson and they had the guy that plays yep. uh, Coulson. No, it's it's not it's it's a good I movie. It was great. I really liked it. But the thing is, is that there there is a let me how do I put this? There there is a large um, group of uh, people who are misogynistic in the Marvel fan base. Yeah, they're they're called men, and by men I mean man childs. Yes, man boys. No, that man was a different thing. And I th- man boys is a different thing, I think. Is that right, Richard? Yes. Uh, you, you know about that. I think part of it also was that they, that the MCU took someone who, Miss um, Marvel, um, who was never a major uh, breadwinner for Marvel. Sure. Um, like a B-listing comic. Yeah. They put her front and center. And put her front and center. And I think that's also why there's a lot of hate for She-Hulk, too, because She-Hulk was, is a B-lister. In their minds. Like Spider-Girl or Spider-Woman or Spider-Dog yeah. or whatever. Is there a Spider-Dog? God, I hope not. There's a Spider-Pig? Yeah, but that's a weird Japanese thing, isn't it? No, they're, they're in the... I, I, I saw that, there, that. There's actually a whole... Um, Spider-Pig? Spider there's, a, there, there's this whole... The uh, Simpsons referenced that years ago. Yes, but there is actually a sort of multiverse thing the, with, with Spider-Pig. I've, well, read some, I s- I've read some Spider-Pig comics. No, but I saw. Yeah, though there are because it's in that that movie, the the Spider Verse. Yeah, and Spider Pig he shows up. He's this, like saucy, rude, Porky Pig type. Yeah, Spider Pig. I think we've kind of gone far off the reservation on this one. Yeah. Anyways, so I think that that's why there's a bit of hate for because um, She Hulk is a she. She Hulk is just oh, we're just going to take the Hulk and make it female, right? Make him female, and then we have a female. Now we have another hit of series or movie or yeah. Well, it's it's basically in the comics. She Hulk, the She Hulk comics were niche. The Hulk's a superstar, and you know, and She Hulk was like, "Hey, what? Has anyone got any new ideas? Like some kind of Hulk, uh, She Hulk? Run with it." Yes. So the thing is, well, though, they did a whole bunch of Hulk spinoffs. Oh yeah, there's the Blue Hulk, Red Hulk. It's I mean, because the Hulk, the Hulk was extremely popular in its day. It was yeah. such a big deal. So you think that part of the reason why. This one episode of a series of like probably ten episodes. I was seeing it trashed when it was just trailers. Really? Because we talked about the trailer a few episodes ago. I liked it. Yes, and so one of the things that people were saying was that, oh, it's like it took how many movies before Bruce Banner managed to get get the Hulk under control? Right. And she just can handle it. She's also different. She she got hers differently. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, um, that seems like one of those. Complaints uh, where it's like I'm watching a science fiction movie. It doesn't make sense. It's science fiction. There's Just a term for it. There's a term for it in uh, movies and in fiction um, where you have a female character. There's a there's a specific title uh, name that they give these characters. Female characters who are superficially 
great role models and that sort of stuff, but they have no struggles. Like they, everything just. Right. There, there was a comment about that on the, the link to Rotten Tomatoes in like the Google preview talking about how that, you know, the She-Hulk, at least the first episode, it's only one episode, so we'll see what happens, right? Because um, you can't really judge a whole series based on yeah. the, the first episode. But that, you know, she's instantly the superior, smarter, better than every man she encounters. And I think there is a bit today, a bit of a trend to make – it's actually counterintuitive. They try to make the female characters strong by making them perfect in every way. But strength actually comes from hardship and struggling. So if they actually showed female characters overcoming adversity and struggling and being sad and happy and achieving something and working hard, it actually shows them, oh, wow, that's relatable. You actually worked hard to achieve something. Whereas if you're a lawyer and your life's perfect and now you're a superhero and you're amazing, it's a little, uh, oh, cool. Well, I can't relate to that because in my life I have to go to my job and work and earn money and blah, blah, blah. I actually understand women pretty well, but I have to pretend like I don't because women get really uncomfortable when you understand women problems. When you when you go, you know, yeah, I hate I hate the amount of time it takes me to put on my face in the morning. Well, I mean, that, that's a little condescending because we don't actually do that. But yes, there was a conversation a while back. A couple of women at work were talking about uh, mascara and oh, eyeliner, and I used to do a lot of um, acting. Uh, like theater. St- theater. I did stay some stage acting and musicals. So I, I put on eyeliner and I was like, oh yeah, you want to buy the good eyeliner, best brand, it's worth it. And they're like, yeah, it totally is. Wait, what? You're not one of the gay men? Apparently gay men know about makeup. I don't know how, they just do. Or at least women think they do. Uh, but, but yeah, but when I actually had a preference to like better quality eyeliner, like there's this weird, awkward, like, uh, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I used to wear makeup. I was in theater. Nothing happened. <laughs> And so what if it did? That doesn't make me gay. <laughs> there, There is like, um, I think with people our age and older, 40s and up, still a bit of like, oh, a gay. Oh, it's like, it's fine. It's fine. If you had a gay, I didn't. But if you had a gay experience, you know, if you were in figure skating and something happened, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine unless it wasn't fine. If it's you and someone else your own age and you're like, just because we touched wieners doesn't mean we're gay. We, we, were just, we, we, we were just sword fighting. Sword fighting. <laughs> uh, well, now that we're talking about sword fighting, should we... I think that's an episode. And that's the third episode of the night. Have a good so, night, everyone. Go watch She-Hulk. Or else. You have to always end with an ultimatum. Steve Carell as uh, Michael Scott, The Office. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good night, everyone. Or else. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, I think so. Are you going to watch She-Hulk? I'm planning on it. That means no. No, it doesn't mean no. <laughs> it means that, you know, it takes me, I, I'll wait until, like with these things, I wait until the full season is out and then I watch it. Oh. <laughs> Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. <laughs> Woof.